The following is another Classic Hits Sports presentation. KKBR Sports presents High School Basketball. Tries to get it in on the wing to Ramos, and it's going to be stolen away by Tobiasen. Tobiasen with the steal into the front court. Ortgies in an unguarded three is on the way, and it is good. Garrett hits his third three of the basketball game. Tonight, it's a Fort Kearney Conference doubleheader from Wilcox as the Extel Wildcats bell the Wilcox Hill with Falcons. High School Basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. Trampy has it on the right elbow, gets it to the baseline, bounce pass, a beautiful one through the baseline into Paige Kirby, and Paige on the backside has an easy open layup. The Axtell girls and Wilcox Hillworth boys have racked up wins in January. With the conference tournament just 10 days away, they look to keep the momentum rolling tonight. It's the Wildcats and Falcons coming up next, but first a new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Wilcox Hillworth High School with KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. And welcome back, everyone, to Wilcox-Hildreth, where it is time for the boys' portion of today's doubleheader in the Fort Carney Conference between Wilcox-Hildreth and the Axtell Wildcats in the girls' game. It was a struggle early. So many injuries and illnesses on the girls' side. You had seven Wilcox-Hildreth girls out. You had five from Axtell. And it was 19-14 Axtell with five minutes to go in the third quarter. And then Axtell couldn't miss from three-point land as they went on to win it 47-18. to 18. And here in the boys' game, you've got a Wilcox-Hildreth team that's starting to play some pretty good basketball. They have won five of their last six games to get to eight and six on the season, and they've knocked off Elm Creek. Uh, they've had a couple overtime games, so uh, they had a nice win uh, coming into the holiday tournament. And so let's see if they can uh, get another one here and maybe move up in those Port Carney Conference Rankings. This is the New Tech Seed pregame show. Uh, also tonight, the Carney High girls fall to Lincoln Southwest 49-43. In the boys' game at halftime, Carney 33, Southwest 22 on ESPN 1460 and 1550. And the Carney Catholic girls are able to beat Colby, Kansas tonight 73-23 to down in the Orange and Black Tournament semifinals. I know Coach Petrie said that he thought maybe – the better teams were on the other side, so they should get a challenge tomorrow night in the finals. But Carney Catholic with two easy wins down at the Colby-Kansas tournament to remain undefeated. We'll take a break and look at the starters for Axtell and Wilcox-Hildreth right after this. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. People you know, community people. Community people. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Community people. 
With our producer engineer, Ed Smith, Doug Duda, ready to take a look at the starting lineups. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the visiting Axtell Wildcats. Number two, six-foot sophomore, Lane Bertrand. Number 12, six-two freshman, Tyler Danberg. Number 14, five-six freshman, Zach Heinrichs. Number 23, six-one sophomore, Creighton Crane. And number 30, six-foot junior, Jake Marsh. Only one senior on the team for Axtell. That's coached this year by Chris Callen. Assisted by Rob Heinrichs after, of course, Axel had 10 seniors last year. They're 1-13, but the interesting thing is they've only played one Division IV team. That means somebody that's won less than 30% of their games so far this season. So their record's been brutal and has not allowed this young team to get a lot of wins. But the coaches say, I think we are improving. We may find out more tonight. For the Falcons, number 10 is a 5'11 sophomore, A.J. Jenkins. Number 12, 6'1 junior, Garrett Ortgiesen. Number 14, 6'1 junior, Caleb Springer. Number 15, 6'0 senior, Lance Aspergren. And number 50, 6'4 junior, Lance Grauerholtz. The head coach is Blake Farenbrook, assisted by Matt Nelson. Eight and six on the season. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank. The Better Bank and Carney will tip it off next. Why choose a local independent agent such as Risk and Insurance Solutions? They represent many different insurance companies so they can compare coverage and price to give you the best possible value. They're committed to their customers and their community. They work for you. They're very proud to support all the area athletes in and out of the game. Best of luck tonight. Risk and Insurance Solutions with an office in Kearney, but coverage all over the area. RIS has you covered at home, in the automobile, and on the farm. So go see Bob or Roger at RIS today. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stocker, a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Wishing the athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game the very best of luck. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. The ball's in the air, and Wilcox Hildreth will control the opening tip, and they're going to fire a three, just like we saw in the girls' game, but it's going to be no good, and no one can run down the rebound in the corner. And we do have some injuries to report, brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney for Axtell. Ryan Hubbard's been out with a broken leg, suffered earlier this month against Alma, while Sidney Gruel for Wilcox Hildreth has an ankle injury, and Skynaus has been out as well with an injury for Wilcox Hildreth. So these two schools a little more banged up than we have seen. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, as Axtell will turn it over on their opening possession, and Wilcox Hildreth will be back on offense, 30 seconds in, the Falcons with the basketball, A.J. Jenkins. They've got a little height advantage now with the big guy, Hubbard, out for Axtell. Top of the key, the three-pointer on the way. It's no good by Lance Asperger. Long outlet rebound by Zach Heinrichs. He'll push it up the floor on the right side, get into the double-team trap, and end up traveling with the basketball. So you've got two freshmen, two sophomores in the starting lineup for Axtell. And again, you don't have any seniors in the Wilcox-Hildreth starting lineup outside of Aspergren and just three seniors on the entire roster. And we have got a reach-in foul called on Axtell on the drive to the hoop by A.J. Jenkins. Looks like they'll call the foul before the shot. And the foul will go... And we'll have to find out. They put it on 15. There is no 15. The inbounds pass. 
Comes underneath the hoop for Caleb Springer. Springer will lay it up and in, and Wilcox Hildreth has the first bucket of the ball game. As Heinrichs brings the ball up the floor, the point guard here for Axtell. Off the wing, down the baseline, then gets underneath the hoop. Nobody there. Lost the ball out of bounds. Three possessions, three turnovers in the first minute for Axtell. Again, Axtell's got a lot of kids that are going to be coming back. But uh, they're trying to work for the here and now as the jumper from the right wing is up. No good, but an offensive rebound. There's Caleb Springer underneath the hoop to get the board and put it back up and and it is 4-0 in favor of Wilcox Hildreth. Axtell will bring the ball across the timeline, kick it up top, put it in the hands of Zach Heinrichs. Heinrichs trying to get his offense set here, bounce pass left wing to uh, Tyler Danberg. Danberg back up top, they'll get it. Axtell ball knocked away, coming up the floor for the Falcons, driving in, drawing the foul. It's going to be Lance Aspergren. And I'm trying to pick something up here for you folks. I think that must be Creighton Crane wearing number 15 as the free throw bouncing around and no good. And he will check out of the ball game. And Jack Ware will check in. Aspergren's second free throw is up and it is in. So a 5-0 start here for Wilcox Hildreth. As Zach Heinrichs will bring the ball up the floor. Uses the screen on the right side. Blows by Crower Holtz. Gets to the right wing, now needs some help. Dishes it off there for Danberg. Danberg takes the jumper off the front of the iron, no good. Rebound brought down by the Falcons. Caleb Springer, outlet pass. Here comes Jenkins to the other end. Little out of control, missed it. Jenkins got the rebound and put it back up. Springer, excuse me, got the rebound and put it back up and in. And we've got a timeout on the floor called here by Axtell. A quick start by Wilcox Hildreth. Two minutes in, they're up 7-0. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Ag Tech Crop Consulting, your local crop metric dealer. Reggie and Chad Orgidson, they know what it means to offer full-service agronomy. In addition to traditional services such as insect scouting and irrigation scheduling, precision ag services and seed, or questions on soil fertility and precision agriculture to stacked after stacked seed varieties and herbicide selection. All things Reggie and Chad Orgidson with Ag Tech Crop Consulting can answer for you. Trusting the experts can deliver a much bigger bottom line. Keeping up with all the latest growing technologies, what they do. A very practical of the Wilcox Hildreth athletes. Good luck, Falcons. High school basketball on KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings Grand Island, the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Two minutes into the first quarter, and Axtell trailing here by a score of 7-0, trying to find some opening here against this pressure. Jake Weir gets the pass from Heinrichs, up ahead to Tyler Danberg. Danberg into the right-hand corner, looks for Jake Marsh. On the right wing, he'll kick it up top to Heinrichs. Falcons playing man-to-man defense. Heinrichs is dribbling at the top of the circle. He will fire some threes, just not right there. Gets it over to Lane Bertrand. Off the curl screen, Heinrichs. Down on the right block, nowhere to go. Kicks it back out of the wing to Wurr. Good defense here, and with that height advantage, they can pack it in. Right wing again will be Jake Weir. Doesn't want to pull the trigger on the three, then his pass is tipped. They're able to get it back, though. Long possession here for the Wildcats. They'll reverse it over to Jake Marsh. Left elbow now dribbles to the right elbow, kicks it out on the wing. One dribble, but no shot. Now they get it inside. Good feed for the layup, Lane Bertrand. So Axtell took a long time, but they were able to work it for the shot they wanted, and then the ball's tipped and stolen away by Heinrichs. He tries to get it over to his teammate in where, and we've got a foul called on the Falcons. So they capitalize right on top of that steal, or that bucket with a steal. 
And the foul will be on A.J. Jenkins, the first of the game. On Wilcox-Hildreth. So a bucket here, and all of a sudden you can just wipe out the first couple minutes if you're Axtell. Wilcox-Hildreth trying to D up again. They get it into Bertrand in the paint. Turn around, jumper a little too strong. Rebound brought down by Springer. He's the man of the first quarter. Six points, four rebounds. Outlet pass. They get it to Jenkins. Tries to get it under control. Does. Gets it to Springer right underneath the hoop for another bucket. And he's got eight of the nine points here for Wilcox-Hildreth. And Axtell turns it over. It's kind of like what we saw in the girls' game, only the other team. Wilcox-Hildreth was trying to get the ball up the floor quickly so that they wouldn't get in the trapping zone press that the Axtell girls were putting on. Now Axtell's boys are trying to get it up before Wilcox-Hildreth gets set. Into the ball game is Jackson Van Lanningham for the Falcons, who have the basketball. Jenkins drops it down to the corner to Ort Giesen. Ten-footer is up, and it is good. So hot early on here for Wilcox-Hildreth, and they lead it by a score of 11-2 with 4.15 to go in the first quarter of play. Over on the wing, ball gets to Heinrichs, gets into the lane, forces the shot up, it won't go. Fighting for the loose ball, it's on the floor. Zach's going to run it down. He'll shuffle it off to his teammate, Lane Bertrand, who gets it underneath to Weir, puts the shot up, no good, and the rebound brought down by Aspergren. Aspergren down the floor, looks for a long outlet, and while he's doing that, he walked with the basketball. Second turnover here for Wilcox Hildreth. 3.53 to go in the first quarter. 11-2 is the score. And it'll be Axtell with the basketball, but the inbounds pass is going to be picked off here by the Falcons. And that's the fifth turnover for Axtell. Get it down to the baseline. Looking for the jumper. Ortgies and double teamed has to kick it out top. Swings it over to A.J. Jenkins. Back to the elbow to Van Lanningham. Van Lanningham dribbles it off the leg, and it's going to roll out of bounds. Last touched by Wilcox Hildreth, it looks like. So that'll be their third turnover. Axtell basketball in the backcourt. Jake Weir against the full-court pressure. Just about every pass being defended well by Wilcox Hildreth here. 11-2 in the first quarter. High School Sports, as always, brought to you online. You can listen to our live streaming at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by Barney Insurance. Inbounds, gets underneath and almost getting the foul. Caleb Springer, they're going to say Sidney Fisk, clean block there for Caleb Springer. And then we've got a personal foul. On Axtell trying to get the rebound. So it'll be thrown in. In the backcourt, Axtell's actually going to put a little pressure on after Sidney Fisk committed the foul. And breaking that press, no problem, will be Lance Aspergen. Gives it to Jenkins, the trailer. Jenkins trying to clear some space for Nate Lundin, who's in. Kicks it out for a three. No good. Offensive rebound. Ortgies and no. Second time, he's mauled. Ort Giesen will go to the line to shoot two. Saw Wilcox Hildreth earlier this year against Shelton. Ort Giesen had a good game that night. And the Falcons at the line to shoot two. Second foul on Sidney Fisk. Free throw is up, and it is no good. Getting more basketball here on Classic Hits Tuesday night. Ravenna's at Elm Creek, and then next Thursday, back to the Fort Carney Conference, Amherst at SEM. Tomorrow, the Luplatt Conference Wrestling Tournament scheduled to begin around three with the final. Second free throw, Ort Giesen is short, and the rebound will be brought down by Elaine Bertrand. And here come the Wildcats. Right now, it'll be Jake Marsh handling the basketball. Gives it off to Fisk. Fisk back out top to Marsh. Looks right. Now just kind of holds the ball. 
And swings it over on the left side to Jake Weir. Weir gets to the top of the circle of Lane Bertrand. Bertrand kicks it over on the right wing. Just trying to get an open look here. As the nice move by Marsh. Little head and shoulder fake from the 12-foot spot. No good. Rebound pulled down by A.J. Jenkins. Long outlet pass. Van Lanningham was getting ready to go up with it and lost the handle. It flies up into the crowd here on the stage. Fourth turnover for the Falcons. Don't forget, we've got Carney High basketball right now on ESPN, 1460 and 1550. And a lot more to talk about when halftime rolls around, but we're still a long way away from that as Tyler Danberg brings the ball up the floor. And then some confusion. The ball is thrown away, picked up by Jenkins. He'll bring it into the front court all the way down to the left baseline, out to Ort and up top to Van Lanningham. Ball fake to the free throw line. High post, he'll swing it over the left-hand corner to Jenkins against the Axtell zone inside to Van Lanningham. The little five-foot hook is up and in, and Jackson with his first bucket. 13-2 now, Wilcox Hildreth. Starting to separate. Axtell basketball over on the left wing. Good crowd on hand. Of course, as we said, the high schools, not even sure they're 10 miles away from each other. It's eight miles to Wilcox when you make the turn outside of Axtell. So about 10 miles from school to school. Everybody knows each other. As Zach Heinrichs back in the ball game takes it on the right wing. Back to the top of the circle. They'll get it to Jake Weir. Weir dribbles out near midcourt. Hands it off to Zach Heinrichs. Good job of Wilcox Hildreth hanging with the screens. Heinrichs drives, gets a good bounce pass underneath to Jared Klein, who's checked in, but the ball is blocked and taken away outside to Van Lanningham, and he is going to be fouled by Nate Lundin. Good block down low. I think that was Ortgies, and they got a hand on it. And at the line to shoot two will be Jackson Van Lanningham. Free throw is on the way, and it is too strong. Wilcox Hildreth, 8-6. and six. And then after tonight, they get a week off. This is the only game in 13. They played Eustace Farnham last week and Loomis the night before. They go to Franklin one week from tonight. And the free throw is up, and it is good. So Van Lanningham makes one of two. And then on the inbounds, it's going to be stolen away. Seven turnovers for Axtell here in the first quarter. They get it to Van Lanningham, up and under move. Scoop shot won't go. Rebound brought down by Danberg. And Axtell will get it to Zach Heinrichs. One minute to go here in the first quarter, 14-2. Wilcox Hildreth. The Falcons just haven't had a whole lot of shots. They try a pick and roll and try to get it to Heinrichs. The ball's tipped away. Steal made by A.J. Jenkins. And he will bring the ball up the floor on Heinrichs. Kick it on the right wing to Van Lanningham. Into the ball game for Wilcox Hildreth, Clayton Nichols. He'll take the entry pass, kick it out to Ortgiesen, and for three, he's fouled. So Garrett Ortgiesen, who did miss a couple of free throws earlier in the quarter, is fouled on the three-point attempt, and he'll go to the line to shoot them all. The foul is on Lundeen, and he has two. Six fouls in the game on Axtell, one so far on Wilcox Hildreth. And the free throw, Ortgiesen, is up and right through there, all twined for Garrett. Don't forget all the college basketball teams for the most part in the area in action tomorrow. UNK is at Missouri Western. Hastings is home against Northwestern of Iowa. Nebraska men at Rutgers tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. on the breeze, 94.5. And then the women are home Sunday against Michigan at 2. Second free throw, Ort Giesen, no good. Back in, Lance Grauer holds for Wilcox Hildreth. Tri-City Storm hockey tonight and tomorrow on the breeze. Third free throw, no good for Ort Giesen. The rebound will be grabbed by Jared Klein. 
Klein will give it to Heinrichs into the front court. We've got 30 seconds to go in the first quarter and a 15-2 lead for the Falcons. Klein attacks the right wing, kicks it back out top to Lundin. Bounce pass to the right elbow to Weir. Weir looks for the back cut, not there. Kicks it over to Lundin, who's covered. He forces the shot. It will not go, and it's going to be grabbed by Clayton Nichols. 12 seconds to go for the Falcons to get a shot away. Ahead to Ortgeson on the left wing. Gets it down on the low block, pushing off and getting the score. Clayton Nichols, and that will be how this first quarter comes to an end. From half court, the shot by Heinrichs is online but short. 17-2, Falcons lead Axtell here on Classic Hits. The First Bank and Trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk to the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's First Bank and Trust is a leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's First Bank and Trust. What you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. Fritz's Market is proud to support all of our area athletes. Find the freshest meats delivered daily from Fritz's Meats. Great cuts of steak from T-bones, flat irons, ribeyes to fresh roasts. Fritz's Market features weekly specials that you'll find in the flyer. Save time and money by shopping locally. Fritz's is open daily until 6 and Sundays till noon. Fritz's Market, where customer service is still a top priority. Shop your hometown grocery store in Hildreth today. Welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC. We're ready to go to the second quarter here at Wilcox Hildreth High School. And it is all Will Hill at the end of one, leading it 17-2. to Axtell will get the ball to start the second quarter of play. They've just got to find a way to get some shots up. And uh, they're trying. It's a very deliberate offense, and they just haven't had a whole lot of opportunities to get shots towards the hoop. Uh, Caleb Springer was hot out of the gate, scoring eight of the first nine points for Wilcox Hildreth. They've also forced Axtell into eight turnovers, as Creighton Kring will take the jumper on the left wing. It won't go. Taller than everybody else, Lance Grauerholz will reach up and grab the rebound. Get it to Jenkins. Jenkins pushes it up the floor, tries to force it inside to Springer. Made a great play to save it from going out of bounds to Grauerholz, who drives baseline. The big fella shows a nice touch, hitting a floater from six feet for his first bucket, Lance Grauerholz. As Axtell again tries to navigate their way against backcourt pressure. Marsh will bring it to the front court, get it to the baseline to Bertrand. Now down low, Creighton Kring will lay it up and in. So the second bucket of the ball game here for Axtell, 19-4. Axtell's got a lot of work to do, but we'll see if they can start to get things turned around. Down on the block, turnaround jumper for Wilcox. Hildreth spins off for Clayton Nichols. He was right there. It just went up too hard, and the rebound brought down by Jake Marsh. Marsh up the floor, kicks it out on the wing. Here's a three-pointer off the mark for Bertrand, and the rebound grabbed by Caleb Springer will be his fifth. That's only the second three that Axtell has tried. Here comes Jenkins, coast-to-coast, reverse layup, up and in. Boy, Jenkins just attacked the right corner, took it down the baseline, and flipped it back over the rim. So Axtell tries to answer, taking it to the hoop, Jake Marsh, and he'll draw the foul. And these will be the first free throws of the game for Axtell. It's only the second foul of the contest. That's been called here on Wilcox Hildreth, but both of them are on A.J. Jenkins. So Jake Marsh, the six-foot junior, puts the first one up, and it is no good. 
Checking back into the game for Axtell, Jake Weir, and for Wilcox Hildreth, Jackson Van Lanningham. Six and a half to go here in the second quarter. Second free throw, no good. So Axel can't get anything from the charity stripe, and Nichols will grab the rebound 21-4 in favor of Wilcox Hildreth. And Zach Heinrich strips it away from Jenkins at the top of the key, brings it up the floor behind the back, then swings it underneath to Kring, and Kring is fouled on the way up. Nice play by Zach Heinrichs all the way down the floor because once Jenkins got it stripped, he got right on him like honey on the comb there. Foul going to be called on Clayton Nichols, his first. And two free throws now for Creighton Kring, who has one of the two buckets here for Axtell. Free throw good. 21-5, Wilcox Hildreth. Second free throw on the way, and it is short. Comes right back down to Van Lanningham, who boxed out the shooter because Kring was ready for it. He was squared up, ready to grab it, and Van Lanningham... Jumped right in front of him. So the Falcons bring the ball into the front court. Get it down low. Nichols on the block. Turnaround jumper. That about wanted to spin out, but this one will fall. Last time it spun out. This time it stayed there and went down for him, his second bucket. And Wilcox Hildreth pulls that pressure off of the back court. So up the floor with it. Cats will get it to Jake Ware, top of the key. Over to Heinrichs. Zach using the screen to the high post. Leaves it off there for Danberg. Danberg tried to work in the paint, got it tipped away. Grabbed, though, on the baseline by Krang, who will throw it back out of the wing, and it's going to be knocked away. That was, excuse me, Weir that threw that out there. Ninth turnover for Axtell. And again, trying to go coast-to-coast. Somehow Jenkins finds Nichols, and he'll lay it up and in. Jenkins gets so deep into the defenders that it's hard to believe that he's able to make a good pass, and we've got a timeout on the floor called here by Axtell. 5.18 to go in the first half of play. It is the Wilcox Hildreth Falcons 25, Axel 5. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. Always glad to have you along with us for high school basketball on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Hildreth, and Axtell on the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Great crowd on hand tonight. The game's we're closer for the girls, and here for the boys, Axtell takes the jumper out of the timeout. It's no good. Rebound, though, offensively. Jake Weir has it. It's already 25-5, to Falcons. Bounce pass down to the low block. Kring against defenders. Elevates and scores, and Creighton Kring has all five points here in the quarter. 25-7. He was on the bench a long time in the first quarter after picking up a foul. Bryce Tobiasen is checked in for the Falcons. He gets it up top to Jenkins. Van Lanningham's in. There's Nichols in the paint again. Back to Van Lanningham. Kicks it out of the wing for a three-pointer. It is good by Lance Aspergren. That's the first three-pointer of the game by either team. 28-7. There's Kring again. Good pass to him on the left block. He'll elevate from seven and knock another one down. The Creighton Kring... At least trying to get the offense going here for Axtell. Now they need to find a way to come up with a couple of stops as the pull-up three to Biasen. Bryce's first shot of the game right through the heart. What a dagger he threw there. 
4.10 to go here in the first half. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll look at the girls' game. Coach Kelly Cooksley of Axtell will join us after their big win. And we've got a foul called here on the Wilcox-Hildreth defense. I think we're going to get that one called on Tobiasen, and that is what they say. First on Bryce. In the Luplak Conference tonight, Ravenna, big win over Arcadia Loop City, 67-30. Arcadia Loop City with a good record as Heinrichs tries to take it at Ortgiesen. Ortgiesen well defended. The ball comes off the glass. It'll be picked up there by Tobiasen, and then it's going to be stolen away by Heinrichs. He'll throw the jumper up no good. And another rebound brought down by Tobiasen to Ortgiesen, who sprints up the right side, finds the trailer Aspergren, swings it underneath. Good look for Springer. Turns and missed the short jumper. Ortgiesen offensive putback is good. Garrett Ortgiesen now with five points and three rebounds. 33-9. The Falcons lead it with three and a half to go in quarter number two. Ball's kicked over to the left wing for Jake Marsh. Marsh tries to dribble into the double team. Now needs some help at the high post. Turns and just hands it to Fisk. Sits back into the ball game to Heinrichs. Attacks the right baseline. Got too deep. The ball's going to be blocked. Ortgiesen. Just too much height, and then the ball picked up and scored underneath the hoop by Fisk. And it is 33 to 11. So Falcons had such good defense that even on the block it went the other way. As Van Lanningham kicks it out, here's a three to Biasen. That one spins out no good. Creighton Kring will go up and grab the rebound. Up the floor, Jake Marsh right down the center. Picked up at the top of the key by Aspergren. Kicks it on the right wing to Heinrichs. Swing it over to the left side. Three-pointer Marsh off the front of the iron. No good. Kring and Ortgiesen fighting for it, and it's going to be Ortgiesen to grab his fourth rebound. As Axtell hustles back defensively into the corner, Aspergren for a quick three. It's no good. Backside rebound grabbed by the Cats, so they're doing a little bit better job on the boards now as the game progresses. Jake Marsh will grab it. 2.15 to go in a fairly quick-moving second quarter. They tried to lob it down to Kring. It hit the padding on the backboard. Nobody could find it. And Wilcox Hildreth will grab its second turnover of the quarter for Axtell. 33-11, Wilcox Hildreth. Kind of a lazy pass inside to Van Lanningham. And Axtell's going to steal it right back. Up the floor, Heinrich steps through the double team. Can't get the shot to go. It's going to go out of bounds to Wilcox Hildreth. And back in, Grauer holds for the Falcons. And for Axtell, it'll be Bertrand and Klein. Staying in there will be Fisk, Kring, and Marsh. For Wilcox Hildreth, Ortgiesen, Tobiasen, Aspergren, Springer, and the big fella Grauerholtz, which they get on the right block. Fadeaway jumper comes up short, no good. Ball tapped out of bounds off of the Falcons. 1.42 to go, second quarter. And the Southwest boys are giving Carney High a battle now. Carney 43, Southwest 42, heading into the fourth quarter on ESPN. 14-60 and 15-50. Southwest all, already won the girls' game in a battle of top tens. 49-43. Fisk on the right wing as he tried to lob it inside for Klein. He overshot him. And out of bounds it goes. So Wilcox Hildreth back on the offense. The Falcons were up 17-2 at the end of one. Top of the circle, ball knocked away again, and this time Wilcox Hildreth will turn it over. So Axtell will throw it in. Trying to just get it a little closer by halftime. Win the last 90 seconds here. Let's see if they can do that. 
Jake Marsh give him a good feeling going into the locker room. He's going to drive on Ortgies, and Ortgies and hang it on him. Going to be called for the foul. That'll be his first, and Marsh will go to the line. He missed a couple of free throws earlier. See if Jake can get his first point right here. On the way, and it's good. That'll make it 33-12. to 12. He'll have one more. Second free throw, good. So the first two wouldn't go. The next two do. And the first points of the game for Jake Marsh. 33-13, Wilcox Hildreth. One minute to go here in the first half of play. With it in the right corner. They get it down low to Grauer. Holtz gives a good spin move. Leaves it off for Jenkins. And Jenkins, uncovered, gets the little jumper to go. His second bucket, 35-13. Marsh will bring the ball right down the middle of the floor. Dribble to the right wing. Against the man-to-man here of the Falcons. Then back it out. Dump it down low to Bertrand. Turn around jumper on the baseline for Lane. Skips off both sides of the rim. No good. Rebound grab by Springer. His sixth to Grauer. Holtz, big fella, dribbling it up the floor. Gets it to Aspergren. Into the corner, they'll go to Ortgiesen. Back out to Aspergren. He'll try the three. It's off the mark. No good. Axtell grabs the rebound with Lane Bertrand. Still 20 seconds to go. Lane tries to go coast to coast. Does. Scoop shot. Bounces three times and in. Bertrand had the first points of the game for Axtell, and he gets his second bucket right there. 12 seconds for the Falcons to walk it up the floor here. Lance Aspergren over the right wing to Ort Giesen, down to Grauer Holtz. He's double teamed. Kick out pass is going to go out of bounds. Off the touch of Jake Marsh. But now they're going to overturn it. That was the right call, by the way. It looked like Marsh knocked it off Ortgies. And so turnover for the Falcons. And three seconds for Axtell to get a shot away. It looks like they'll get it in to Jared Klein. Kind of uncovered at midcourt. And then he can't get the shot away. And that'll be the end of the first half of play with your score. Wilcox Hildreth 35, Axtell 15 for Carney Conference Basketball on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Headley Drug and Minden is your hometown Health Mart Pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescription and shop at Bedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from Pedley Drug in Minden. And welcome back to high school basketball and the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Wanted to get a couple comments from Coach Kelly Cooksley of the Axdale Girls before the band blares us out here. But, uh, Coach, um, wow, very rarely do you come into a game with what both the girls' teams had tonight. Seven kids out for Wilcox-Hildreth, five for you. Some have been out. Some are just out tonight. Some will be coming back. But it it showed offensively uh, for the first half of this basketball game. Yeah, that was uh, one of the biggest things I thought for us offensively is we uh, didn't quite gel right away, but I was happy. You know, we missed some easy shots too early that I think we could have got our press going a little bit more, but uh, uh, I was very happy with our defensive effort for sure. Anytime you can only give up 18 points, uh, that's that's where it started. And uh, like I said, it was tough on both teams. I'm just glad we found a way to win in a tough game that's, I mean, they always play hard, so. You shot 32 three-pointers, and there was no doubt uh, Wilcox Hildreth didn't sub. They only had eight kids in the first half they didn't sub. So uh, they're just packed in that zone, and you guys put up 18 of them, and that's one of the reasons you didn't pull away because you only hit two of them. Was that kind of the plan to shoot that much from the Uh, outside? Not at first. I thought maybe we could get some dribble penetration with our guards, but, uh, I mean, there was just 
so much congestion in it there that if we did get in there, it usually ended up being a, a turnover or, or something, or fourth shot. So, uh, and we didn't really have a post presence tonight. I think our tallest girl was five five, but uh, yeah, it was definitely. You know, we had a lot of in and outs too on our threes. I mean, we only had two yeah. in the first half, uh, but we had a lot of in and outs on our threes. And I just kept telling them at halftime, I said, just keep shooting because they'll eventually fall. So and yeah, thank, they, thank God they did. They weren't air ball. Yeah, <laughs> no. they weren't air balls. There's no, no doubt about it. No. And then all, all your scoring was for three pointers in the third quarter. You hadn't ex- exactly put the game away uh, until yeah. early in the fourth. You hit yeah. at one point six straight threes, the last three of the third and the first three of the fourth. And all of a sudden it went from 19-14, you scored 20 in a row. Yep. Uh, and that's one thing with shooters. Uh, you got to have a mentality. It, it's a mental toughness thing with shooting. Uh, a lot of kids will just shut it down after they miss a couple, especially in the high school level. But uh, our girls, they stuck with it and uh, knocked down a bunch of shots and uh, couldn't be happier. Second time we've made 11 threes this year, so we're doing something right, I think. <laughs> well, Kelly, we take a look. I, I guess more it's more of a big picture. Where where are you at now with these kids? Who will be back in the near future? Well, I really, I really think that uh, we'll get a lot of uh, – the players that we had tonight back. Uh, I'm kind of worried about the official girl. Uh, she has that mono, so you never know with that. But I think a lot of the girls that we have back are, are out, like Sophie and Madison. They'll be back. And then, uh, you know, Season got some good news from the doctor today that they think that uh, maybe sometime after the 30th we can start doing some physical activities like running and stuff like that. So uh, if we can get her back, I know she won't be – what she was probably but she's a dang good basketball player and uh i like where we could maybe go with that so well we saw you last week against elm creek that was for the conference lead at the time obviously so when you're healthy how do you feel this team has come along uh i really feel like you know we competed hard that night uh i thought if we could have hit a one and one late in that game that uh we could have put a little pressure on elm creek because they haven't really played from behind all year but uh, I was happy with how we played in that game. Uh, you know, if they're if they're the best team, uh, you know, we're not too far behind. And I like where we're kind of at. You know, I think we're going to get a tough draw in the conference tournament. But uh, I mean, it is what it is. So. Well, you've got a couple of teams that uh, have been competitive. I obviously haven't seen Eustace Farnham, but Loomis's girls are having a good yep. year. Uh, what can you tell us about your competition next week? Uh, Loomis is a dang good basketball team. They uh, they do a real good job of being fundamentally sound. They're not very deep like a lot of girls' basketball teams this year for whatever reason, but uh, uh, they are very fundamentally sound. They got good shooters. They got a freshman post that I told my assistant she's as good as Claire Cornell was when she was a freshman. I mean, she's averaging a double-double as a freshman. And, I mean, that's – you don't see that a lot in girls' basketball as a freshman. So uh, she's a dang good post, and uh, we're going to have a work cut out for us. But uh, And they're in our sub-district too, so that's going to be a big game as far as maybe some PowerPoints and, and things of that nature. So, All right, Kelly, we will definitely see you guys by uh, conference tournament time, which will be fun again. So uh, congratulations on kind of surviving tonight. Yeah, we, we survived and uh, not advancing yet, but we survived. So thanks, Doug. You bet, buddy. That's all you do. Head girls basketball coach at Axtell, Kelly Cooksley. They win it tonight, 47-18, but again, it was 19-14 with five minutes to go in the third quarter. 
and then they hit six consecutive three-pointers from the third and the fourth. 14 points apiece for Caitlin Callen and Paige Kirby, and each one of those young ladies hit four three-pointers in the game. For Wilcox Hildreth, Abby Quadhammer led the way with eight points and six rebounds, and then Carly Roop, Jordan Preston, and Sydney Wojcicki all had eight rebounds in the game as well. Here at Halftime of the Boys, Gabe Wilcox Hildreth leads at 35-15 over Axtell. We'll look at the numbers next. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. If you're a grower looking for big yields, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about your seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer. Science with service, delivering success. And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Let's take a look now at the first half stats of our game. First off for Axtell, Labor Tram, four points, two rebounds. Tyler Danberg had one rebound. Two rebounds for Zach Heinrichs. Two points for Sid Fisk. One rebound for Jake Weir. Creighton Kring, seven points and a rebound. Jared Klein, one rebound. And Jake Marsh, two points, two rebounds. After two points in the first quarter, Axtell got 13 in the second quarter. 15 points, 10 rebounds, 3 out of 6 at the free throw line, 0 of 3 from 3-point land, 11 turnovers for Axtell. Fisk and Nate Lundin each have two fouls. Now looking at the first half numbers for Wilcox Hildreth, A.J. Jenkins had 4 points and 1 rebound. Garrett Ortgiesen had 5 points, 4 rebounds, and 3 blocks. Caleb Springer... Had eight of the first nine points, and that's what he's been on now. Eight points, six rebounds, and a block. Lance Aspergen, four points and a rebound. Bryce Tobias and a three-pointer and two rebounds. Jackson Van Lanningham, three points and a rebound. Clayton Nichols, six points, two rebounds. And Lance Grauerholtz has two points and one rebound. 17 points in the first quarter, 18 in the second quarter. And Wilcox Hildreth has 35 points, 18 rebounds. They are just three of nine at the free throw line. Two of seven from three-point land, four blocks, nine turnovers. Jenkins, the only player with two fouls. At the half, Wilcox Hildreth 35 and XL 15. This has been the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer Seed Representative. 
depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer Seed. Seed the right seed. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Community people you know. Max Hildreth will get the ball to start the second half. They're going to waste no time kicking it into the corner for a three-pointer. Lance Asperger hits his second three of the ball game. He now has seven points, and it's 38-15 to uh, 15 in favor of Wilcox Hildreth. Let's see what Creighton Crane can do with the basketball. They double on him and knock it away. Fast break the other way. Springer takes it in. The scoop shot is up and in, and Caleb now has 10 points, 40-15. to 15. So a quick start for Wilcox Hildreth. Probably wanted to come out and make sure that they could take care of business, get this thing put away early. And now Axtell with a basketball. Creighton Kring off a couple of screens, tries to get it to the bounce pass to Jake Marsh on the low block. It's knocked away and turned over by Axtell. So they don't want to start the second half like they started the first half with numerous turnovers and just two points. But that is what's happened on the first two possessions here. And Will Caxhildreth will bring it into the front court. So it'll be on the right elbow to the big foul, Grauerholt. He drives and dishes it off, and Kring, excuse me, uh, Danberg, is able to block that shot deep out of bounds. And Wilcox Hildreth will have to try it again. Underneath their own hoop, Ortgiesen to throw it in. Dumps it into the corner, and it's knocked away by Marsh. Kind of a dangerous pass, trying to set up the three-point shot. Wilcox Hildreth now 3 of 8 from downtown. I've got Axtell 0 of 3. And Wilcox Hildreth will switch corners to throw it in since it was tipped, and they'll go short side here to Jenkins. Out for a long three. That's all net for Lance Aspergren. And sometimes when you've got a comfortable lead, it's a lot easier to shoot the basketball, and he knocks it home. So an 8-0 start here in the first minute 15 of the second half for Wilcox Hildreth on the high post. Kring looks for the back cut. Got it to Marsh. Got Ort Giesen in the air. And a foul going to be called on Garrett. That'll be his second, but... No shot. It was just simply on a ball fake. And Axtell will take it out underneath their own hoop. Marsh will throw it into the short corner here to Kring. Gives it right back to Marsh, trying to get a screen set up there, but he's covering. Back up top to Heinrichs. Over on the right wing to Bertrand. Top of the key to Danberg. Everybody's touched it. Over to Kring, and his three is good. First three of the game for Axtell, and Creighton Kring has 10 of the 18 points here for the Wildcats in their first bucket of the second half, Ort Giesen to the right-hand corner, drives baseline, got it underneath to Grauerholtz. I don't even think, or excuse me, to Jenkins. I don't think he was expecting it. And then Heinrichs knocked it out of his hands, out of bounds. Very young Axtell team. They're scrappy. There's just a, a little too much experience and a bigger basketball team here physically, both height-wise and probably poundage, bulk-wise, I guess would be the right word to say. There's no beasts out there. Grauerholtz is the biggest kid at 6'4". 
Right-hand corner, they get it to A.J. Jenkins, trying to dribble out of a trap. He picks his dribble up, gets it to Greyerholtz, who comes to help him out and gets it out of there. And Coach Fahrenberg doesn't like what he's seeing. He's going to call his first time out of the ball game. So when they're in transition and running and gunning, they look really good. The half court needs a little work. So 5.42 to go in the third quarter of play. Wilcox held with 43, Axtell 18. This time out brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Why choose a local independent agent such as Risk and Insurance Solutions? They represent many different insurance companies so they can compare coverage and price to give you the best possible value. They're committed to their customers and their community. They work for you. They're very proud to support all the area athletes in and out of the game. Best of luck tonight. Risk and Insurance Solutions with an office in Kearney, but coverage all over the area. RIS has you covered at home, in the automobile, and on the farm. So go see Bob or Roger at RIS today. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking booth that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. With our producer engineer, Ed Smith, Doug Duda back with you here. At Wilcox Hildreth out of the timeout. They try to get it down low to Caleb Springer. The ball's going to be tipped out of his hands. Tenth turnover for Wilcox Hildreth. Good defense by Axtell coming out of that drawn-up play from the timeout. Jake Marsh tries to get it inside to Kringy's covered, so they kick it back out to Danberg. 14-footer no good. Ball punched into the hands of Grauerholtz. He'll quickly get it into the front court to A.J. Jenkins. Drives into the paint to Ort Giesen. Ball fake. Drives baseline. Kring, good defense. The shot hit the rim and went right to Grauerholtz, who laid it up and in. Kring had great defense, but the ball took a funny bounce off the rim on that contested shot. And now Jake Marsh has the ball knocked out of his hands. And Ort Giesen, who knocked it out, I think stepped on his ankle. Marsh kind of walking a little funny gingerly here. See if they take him out of the game. And that's exactly what they'll do. Nate Lundeen will come in for him. And then you've got Jake Weirer back at a ball game. It is Axtell ball. Heinrichs to throw it in from midcourt. Nothing special, so he'll just hand it in to Jake Weirer. 45-18, Wilcox Hildreth with five minutes to go in the third quarter. Trying to run the pick and roll. The pass knocked away by Aspergen. Right back into the hands of Weir, who swings it over to Heinrichs. From the left wing, he'll dribble back up between the circles, then throw it right back where he came from to Nate Lundin. Everybody's staying up top against the man-to-man right now. Now flashing to the baseline is Lundin. Takes the pass, dumps it into the corner. It'll be knocked away. Steal by Caleb Springer. Baseball pass to the other end. Ortgiesen goes up, has it stripped from behind by Tyler Danberg. He blocked it and took it away. And then the Falcons punch it away. But again, when you're getting beat 45-18, you can... Lollygagged down after a turnover, but Axtell did not do that. Danberg hustled down there, made the good defensive play, and then they end up getting the basketball. So Heinrichs will bring it across the timeline. Cut off there by A.J. Jenkins. Goes over to Lundin. Rotate it left side, trying to make some room for himself. Kring, and he lost his balance and lost the basketball. Fourth turnover of the quarter, 15th of the game for Axtell. As Aspergen brings it up the floor to Ort Giesen, right corner, drives baseline, dishes it off to Jenkins, who gives it to Grauerholtz, who hits the three-footer. Second bucket of the quarter for Lance. 47-18, Wilcox Hildreth with the comfortable lead here over the young Axtell Wildcats. Walking across the timeline here with Heinrichs. 
on the left wing. Hand it off. Nothing there for Jake Weir. Just holds the ball, not closely guarded. Throws it back out top. Ortgies inside. Cummins steals it and drains the layup. And now it's a 31-point game, and Axtell's got to find a way to get some points here. And again, this is not a basketball team that has scored a lot of points. Heinrichs drives. Good dish to Kring on the way up. He got it knocked away. Almost shot put it into the, into the hoop. That was a lot closer than it should have been, and Caleb Springer will get his seventh rebound as Wilcox keeps the pedal to the metal. Out to Aspergren for three. That one will come up short, and the rebound to Heinrich. Zach will grab his third here. The freshman point card pushes it into the front court. Of course, his dad, Rob, the assistant coach here with Coach Callen. Excel's got some youngsters. It's all how they develop. Try to get it inside. Grauerholtz deflects it, but Lundin went and grabbed it. Then he'll put up the 12-footer and nail it. Nice job by Nate Lundin to stay with the play, get his first bucket of the ball game. 49-20, Wilcox Hildreth, 2.40 to go here in the third quarter of play. Aspergren, really unguarded, drives all the way to the right baseline until he's cut off, gets it to Grauerholtz. He's stuck underneath the hoop, tries to dribble back into pressure. Shot no good, and we get a tie-up between Aspergren and Kring, and the arrow will point the way of Axtell. Again, don't forget... High school basketball tomorrow. Kearney High hosting Lincoln East on ESPN 1460. Wrestling, the Luplatt Conference Championships from Ravenna. Around 2.30, 3 o'clock, we should be on the air with the finals, depending on the pace of the tournament. And then more basketball Tuesday. Ravenna at Elm Creek. Thursday, Amherst at SEM here on Classic Hits. Bounce pass to Sid Fisk, who's checked back into the ballgame for Axtell. Grauerholtz cuts him down on the low block, so they'll kick it back out top. Hand it off to Jake Marsh, top of the key, looking at a three, but Weir can't get it away. Good defense here by the Falcons. Long possession. Marsh will take the force jumper. No good. Fisk is going to get the rebound. He's behind the backboard, so he'll kick it out to uh, Klein, and Klein, as he goes up, has it knocked out of his hands. Grauerholtz and Aspergren actually both kind of blocked the shot. And because they both got a hand on it, it spun out of bounds. So Axtell will get it underneath their own hoop. Marsh to throw it in. Into the near corner to Tyler Danberg. Back out on the wing. Ball fake Marsh. Marsh tries baseline. Good drive. Good shot. Jake Marsh, they need a little more of what he just did right there. His first bucket to go along with a couple of free throws. Four points for the junior Marsh. As Crower Holtz gets it down to Van Lanningham at the other end. He's on the block left side. The spin, the shot, no good. Got his own rebound and had to work for it. Put it back up and in. Five points now for Jackson Van Lanningham. 51-22. Wilcox Hildreth here on their home court with a minute 15 to go in the third. Fisk well outside the arc on the right side. Gets it back up top to Marsh. Working on Jenkins. Takes him to the high post. Then is cut off and kicks it back out to Jared Klein. On the right wing to where Jake starts to dribble, then kicks it back inside. Klein's in some trouble. He'll force the shot, and it's going to be taken away. Grauerholtz blocks the shot. They'll call a jump, and the arrow points the way of Wilcox-Hildreth. Our seats to success brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches. Or Todd Travis, your Pioneer Seed dealer. Science with service delivering success as we play the last minute of the third quarter. Grauerholtz on the wing, wants to dribble in. Tried the nifty behind-the-back pass for Clayton Nichols, who had a good first half, but Axtell's there to knock it away. And the season success for Axtell, just play. 
Don't get caught up in the score. You're young. It's a whole developmental process. Sometimes you get caught up in that, that, man, we're down big. Don't hang your head. Keep playing. And for Wilcox Hildreth, they are playing a missed three, and A.J. Jenkins will get the offensive putback. Got to like the way Wilcox Hildreth has played. They have not let up. They haven't changed the way that they have played this basketball game, and whatever the score is, the score is. If they got a three, they take it. If they got a back cut, they take it. They continue to play tough defense. And Wilcox Hildreth might be that sneaky team in the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament. Kind of the top three. And remember, Wilcox Hildreth beat Elm Creek. But if Elm Creek's completely healthy, you look at Amherst, Overton, Elm Creek, SEM. Can Wilcox Hildreth get into that mix as the pass down to the low post is going to be tipped and it goes out of bounds off of Axtell. Eight seconds to go in the quarter. They throw it to Grauerholtz. He brings it into the front court. He needs to find the trailer. Van Lanningham swings it over to Jenkins. A runner for three at the horn. Why not? A.J. Jenkins, the one-hand 20-footer at the horn, goes in. And Wilcox Hildreth, we're just talking about how they're on a roll. They're on a roll here. Your score, Wilcox Hildreth 55, Axtell 22. We head to the fourth after this on KKPR-FM, Carney, Hildreth, and Axtell. Ag Tech Crop Consulting, your local crop metric dealer, Reggie and Chad Orgidson. They know what it means to offer full-service agronomy. In addition to traditional services such as insect scouting and irrigation scheduling, precision ag services and seed, or questions on soil fertility and precision agriculture to stacked after stacked seed varieties and herbicide selection. All things Reggie and Chad Orgidson with Ag Tech Crop Consulting can answer for you. Trusting the experts can deliver a much bigger bottom line. Keeping up with all the latest growing technology is what they do. A very proud support of the Wilcox Hildreth athletes. Good luck, Falcons. The first bank and trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk to the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's first bank and trust is a leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's First Bank and Trust, what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. Doug Duda back here at Wilcox Hildreth. Again, thanks to Justin Patterson, the athletic director, and the entire crew here for their hospitality as Axtell gets the ball to start the fourth quarter. Driving in Dan Barry. Shot no good. Ball saved by Bertrand. Kicks it out top. Shot no good by Marsh. Another tip pass. It comes out to Marsh, so they'll get a third chance, and this time Jake will knock down the 12-foot jumper. He's got six points in the basketball game. 56-24, Wilcox Hildreth. Balanced scoring tonight as well for the Falcons. Coates Farrenbrook is going to love that as Van Lanningham will cast up a three that won't go, and it goes out of bounds. Wilcox Hildreth, 5 of 12 from three-point land in the first three quarters. You had that one. They're 5 of 13. Springer and Aspergren have 10. Jenkins with 9. 7 for Ort Giesen. Nichols and Grauerholtz each have 6. Axtell is led by Creighton Kring with 10 as they get it down to Heinrichs, and he runs into the hand of A.J. Jenkins, who blocks the shot. And coming away with it will be Grauer Holtz. One minute gone here in the fourth quarter of play. Wilcox Hildreth jumped out 25-5. to It has been cruising ever since. Turnaround jumper Van Lanningham no good. Crane will grab his third rebound here for Axtell. Wilcox Hildreth doesn't have to play but one more time until the conference tournament, and that's a non-conference game at Franklin, who has just the one win. So uh, they should be able to get that one one week from tonight for Axtell. They go to Loomis and host Eustace Farnham next Friday and or next Thursday and Friday as the drive is Axtell bounces off the iron, no good. We get a tie up between Jake Marsh and Lance Grauerholtz, and the arrow points the way 
of Wilcox Hildreth. And Wilcox Hildreth going to go a little deeper on the bench. Here comes Braden Billington into the game. So he's out there. Bryce Tobiasen back in. Van Lanningham along with Clayton Nichols. And bringing the ball up the floor, they'll leave A.J. Jenkins into the game. Six and a half to go. All Wilcox Hildreth. And it was all Axtell in the girls' game. On the low block, they'll get it to Nichols. Kicks it back out top. Jenkins over to Tobiasen. Swing it over the left baseline. Bellington, good bounce pass inside. But Klein couldn't, or excuse me, Nichols couldn't handle it. And it'll be turned over. Just the second turnover of the half for Wilcox Hildreth. They have 11 in the game. Axtell has 16. Zach Heinrichs way on the left wing. Looks for the cutter, but Marsh is covered. Back up top to Creighton Kring. Kring will give it over to Danbury on the right wing. Up top, Marsh trying to work off a screen. Ball fake, can't lose his man. Back over to Heinrichs, guarded by Tobiasen. Drives the baseline, runs out of real estate, has to kick it out to Marsh. Marsh puts up the jumper from 10, partially blocked by A.J. Jenkins, the sixth block of the game for the Falcons, make it seventh block of the game. Jenkins brings it up the floor to Tobiasen on the left wing. He'll pass on the three, throws it up top. Marsh anticipated it. He tipped it away. He's headed the other way. He scores. Once he tipped it, it went to Heinrichs, and Heinrichs then fed him back for the assist. And Jake Marsh now with both buckets here for Axel in the fourth quarter. He's got eight points. 56-26. They get it down low to Nichols. That time the contested short jumper won't go, and Lane Bertrand will get the rebound. I think he was expecting the whistle and put it up a little strong because he knew he was going to get fouled. Axtell on the offense. Again, they work the elbow, look for that back cut, but Wilcox Hildreth has covered it. So driving in with a scoop shot, Lane Bertrand, and he'll draw the foul. At the line, Axtell is 3 of 6. That was all in the second quarter. Wilcox Hildreth is 3 of 9, and that was all in the first quarter. The foul called here on Braden Billington, his first, and the free throw up and in. That's only the second foul called in the half on either team as the free throw by Lane Bertrand is good. Got a few more subs rolling into the ball game. For Axtell, we've seen quite a few kids. Jared Klein, Sidney Fisk come back in. Second free throw now for Bertrand is in and out, no good. Rebound grabbed by Clayton Nichols, his third. And he'll get into the hands of Tobiasen, who brings it up the floor for Wilcox Hildreth. Michael Douglas has checked in during that time or that uh, break. And Wilcox Hildreth gets it into him. He's trying to make something happen on the right block. Good defense by Fisk, but then the offensive rebound put back up and in by Clayton Nichols. And that'll make it 58-27, to the first points of the fourth quarter for Wilcox Hildreth about three and a half minutes in. Heinrichs brings it up. Frank Stell dribbles in the center circle until the offense gets set. Now uses the screen, kicks it over to Fisk, who wants the quick three. He'll fire it. Just a little short, clanks off the iron, no good. Offensive rebound, Bertrand, turnaround jumper from eight, no good. He tries to get his own board, and it goes out of bounds. Axtell's headed the other way, but they're going to give the ball to Axtell. In the ball game for Wilcox Hildreth, Jacob Wendell. Jacob Wendell checks in. Now we're making sure that there's ten players on the floor, and Axtell will get it at midcourt. 58-27. Wilcox Hildreth, 4-10 to go in the game. Inbounds pass comes to Jake Weir. He'll swing it off the cut to to, uh, Lundin, who gets it down to Fist, tries to make some room. Shot no good. Offensive rebound put back up. No good by Danbury. And we're going to get a jump ball. As Fisk and Wendell are tied up. Arrow points the way of Axtell. With 3.56 to go. In this basketball game, the New West Post game show will be coming up, so keep it right here. 
final stats. We'll talk with Coach Farrenbrook and uh, possibly Coach Callen as well. So stay with us. We'll also run down some scores from around the area tonight. Here on KKPR-FM, Carney, Wilcox, Keene, World Wide Web, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Maybe we should say Sacramento too, right? But we've got some folks that are driving back and forth from a good meal this evening. Three and a half to go. Axtell working the offense here. A lot of the second teamers out there, especially now for Wilcox Hildreth. Nick Pearson is in for Axtell. He's got it on the right wing. Going to pass up the look there. Pearson, another one of the many freshmen. Bounce pass down on the low block. Good spin move and foul is Jake Wurr. He'll go to the line. Jake has not scored yet in the basketball game, and he'll get a chance to do so right here. 3.15 remains. The Kearney High boys are able to hold off an upset bid at Lincoln Southwest tonight. The Bearcats win it 58-55. Kearney girls dug a 14-point halftime hole and could not rally. They lost 49-43. They'll host Lincoln East tomorrow, 5.15 on ESPN. Jake Ware makes the first one. And the second one sits on the rim, will not go. Rebound brought down by Michael Douglas. And here comes Tobiasen for the Falcons. Tobiasen wanted to throw it on the wing to Wendell, but Wendell was going down to set a screen and didn't even see it coming. And out of bounds it goes. So Axtell still just a one win on the season, but they have played a lot of teams with above 500 records for a young squad. And Wilcox Hildreth, they're going to go to 9-6 and six as Lundin forces the jumper on the right baseline. No good. Rebound brought down by Jake Weir. Kicks it off to Klein. Klein comes down the middle of the lane, has it knocked away. It's rolling on the ground. It's a free-for-all in front of the Falcon cheerleaders who are trying to get out of the way. And it's going to be Wilcox Hildreth basketball. It looks like they called a timeout. They jumped on it and awarded the timeout. Nope, Axtell. Jumped on it and awarded the timeout. So 2.44 remains in the game. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Wilcox held with 58-28 over Axtell. Fritz's Market is proud to support all of our area athletes. Find the freshest meats delivered daily from Fritz's Meats. Great cuts of steak from T-bones, flat irons, ribeyes to fresh roasts. Fritz's Market features weekly specials that you'll find in the flyer. Save time and money by shopping locally. Fritz's is open daily until 6 and Sundays till noon. Fritz's Market, where customer service is still a top priority. Shop your hometown grocery store in Hildreth today. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. As we come out of the timeout, Axtell on the inbounds play. They'll get it underneath for Jake. Where a turnaround jumper is up and good for Jake. And at the other end, Wilcox Hildreth is going to turn it over. Up the floor with it is Jake Ware again. Two and a half to go. 58-30 to 30 in favor of Wilcox Hildreth. Also in the game, Brandon Gebel for Wilcox Hildreth. Here's Lundeen driving in. He'll put up the one-hand runner. No good. Ball tipped around. Falls into the hands of Jacob Wendell. Wendell will get it out of the wing to Tobiasen. Stops at the three-point line. Gives it over to Gebel. And he'll get it to Billington. 
Off the screen to Tobiasen for the open three. It hits the front of the rim. It is no good. Fight for the loose ball. Fouls to Nate Lundin. Lundin wants to go coast to coast, takes it in, and scores. The defender wasn't going to take the block charge because he knew what it would have been, so he got out of the way, and Nate with the bucket, 58-32. Here's a three-pointer. Gebel got it. Brandon Gebel knocks down the three-pointer on his first shot of the game. And that's just the second bucket of the entire fourth quarter, and Axtell wants to call a timeout, I think, just to get some kids into the contest, so it's just a substitution timeout. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC. Axtell brings in some more kids as well that they did not list on our varsity roster, so I apologize for that. Both the coaches told me that that was everybody they had. So we got a couple mystery players in there. I'm guessing one of them might be Quentin Stadler for Axtell. But right now, Wilcox held with Braden Billington. Up top to Gebel. Works it around. Now Billington's going to try the three-pointer. It's going to come up short. Rebound grabbed here by the Wildcats. They head the other way. Driving in. Ooh, a big collision. They just let it go. And the ball loose. Axtell trying to pull it down. And another f- ball knocked away. And finally coming out of there with it is going to be Michael Douglas. 55 seconds to go. Here's Billington. Tries another three. It won't go. The crowd rooting for him. And we get a jump ball underneath with 49 seconds to go. So. Kind of a mad scramble right here over the last two minutes. All of the benches in the game trying to find a way to get in the scorebook. Well, Cox Hildreth will throw it into Tobias, and they have the arrow. Tobias takes a dribble, puts up the 13-footer. No good. Rebound pulled down by Nate Lundin for Axtell. And he'll bring the ball up the floor with 40 seconds to go. 61-32, Wilcox Hildreth over on the left wing. Axtell looks for the cutter. Moving around over to Nick Pearson. Pearson looking inside, decides to drive. Trying to get a shot away, can't. Switches it over. The shot on the way, no good. Rebound brought down by Braden Billington. They knock it out of his hands, and it'll be Axtell basketball with 15 seconds to go. Try to throw it into the lane. Picked up by the big guy on the outside to Lundin. Lundin puts his head down, comes in, spins it up, won't go. The ball goes out of bounds, and they're just going to keep it here with five seconds. So Axtell's got a chance for... Maybe one more shot here. New West Post Game Show coming up on Classic Hits. As they'll throw the ball in to Lundin. Lundin drives the baseline, looks for the reverse layup, can't get it away, and that will be the basketball game. Wilcox Hildreth jumped out early and never looked back. 61-32 over Axtell. They improved to 9-6. The Cats 1-14, and, and we'll get to the numbers right after this on Classic Hits. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart Pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescription and shop at Bedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, and Michaela. Headley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from Pedley Drug in Minden. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? 
with their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See CappaGrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. And welcome back to Wilcox Hildreth High School. It's time for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. A split in the doubleheader tonight. Not a lot of scoring there in the fourth quarter, but Wilcox Hildreth able to win it. 61 to 32, and in the girls' game, Axtell went crazy from three-point land uh, after about the five-minute mark of the third quarter, where they were up 19-14, scored 20 in a row, and won at 47 to 18. We'll take a break, look at the final numbers, and talk with the coach right after this. If you're a grower looking for big yields, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about your seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. At Hastings College, there are only 12 students to each professor. We don't have 300-seat lecture halls, so you get to be you, not a number. Hastings College is a great place. Go to Hastings.edu to find out more. Back on the new West postgame show here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Let's take a look now at the final numbers for the Axtell boys. Lane Bertrand, 5 points, 5 rebounds. Nate Lundeen, 4 points, 2 rebounds. Tyler Danberg, 2 rebounds, a couple of nice blocks. Zach Heinrichs had 3 rebounds. He's one of those point guards that doesn't necessarily look to shoot. He was dishing the ball out all night as a freshman. Sid Fiske, 2 points, 2 rebounds. Jake Wehr, 3 points and 2 rebounds. Creighton Kring led the way for Axtell, 10 points, 3 rebounds. Jared Klein, a rebound. Jake Marsh had 8 points and 4 rebounds. And then we had a couple of kids that came in that we did not have the names on because they weren't on the roster, so a couple of team rebounds 
apologize for that. 15 points in the first half, 17 in the second half. Axtell, 32 points. They did have 26 rebounds, 5 out of 10 at the free throw line. 1 of 5 from three-point land, two blocks, 16 turnovers. Axtell does fall to 1 and 14 on the season. Again, they're averaging 34.5 points a game, so they got 32 tonight. Up next for Axtell, as we told you a little bit earlier, they will go to Loomis on Thursday and host Eustace Farnham on Friday before heading into the conference tournament. For Wilcox-Hildreth, they were able to get a lot of their kids in the scorebook tonight. Braden Billington had a rebound. A.J. Jenkins, nine points, two rebounds, two blocks. Garrett Ortgiesen, seven points, four rebounds, three blocks. Caleb Springer, ten points. He had eight of the first nine. Ten points, seven rebounds, and a block. Lance Aspergren, ten points and two rebounds. Jacob Wendell, two rebounds. Bryce Tobiasen hit a three-point bucket. He also had two rebounds. Jackson Van Lanningham, five points, two rebounds. Clayton Nichols, eight points, four rebounds. Michael Douglas, two rebounds. Lance Grauerholtz, six points, four rebounds, and a block. And then Braden Gebel came in late and hit a three-point bucket for the Wilcox-Hildreth Falcons. Overall, Wilcox-Hildreth had 35 points in the first half, and they put on 26 in the second half, 61 points, 32 rebounds, three out of nine at the free throw line. Ironically, that was all in the first quarter from the line. Six of 17 from three-point land. They had seven block shots, 15 turnovers. They improved to 9-6. and six. They have won six of their last seven games with a 61-32 win over Axtell. And they have just the one game left at Franklin one week from tonight before heading into the conference tournament. And then four games after that, Coach Farenbrook joins us here. Uh, Coach, congratulations uh, on the win tonight. Are you concerned that you only have one game before conference because you're playing so well? Or is it a good time to have a break and get ready for conference? You know, uh, I think we're a little ready for a little bit of a break. We had a stretch there. We had a lot of games and a lot of nights. So it's uh, good to get some practice in. Obviously, uh, you want to make sure you're toughened up and ready to go. When a uh, conference comes, it'll be a tough tournament. And uh, I think I think a couple of hard days of practice will be good for our team. New coming in, Axtell is what Axtell is, and your kids didn't let that bother them. You're a couple of men down yourself, and you came out and you fired on pretty much all cylinders early to get that lead, and it's always nice to kind of play from ahead. You can move your kids back and forth, work on some things that you needed. What about the way the kids came out here tonight? Yeah, you know, uh, they came out ready to go tonight. That's a big issue we've been having. We've been talking hard on that. Uh, our consistency hasn't quite been where we wanted this year, so uh, it's very big. We've been talking, come out every game, ready to go, no matter who you're playing, and uh, make sure you come ready to go from starting. I thought they did a good job from that tonight. I thought maybe uh, Caleb Springer had like a 40-point goal in mind, but uh, he got eight of the first nine, and then he got into his role of uh, seeing what everybody else was doing and uh, very balanced scoring tonight. Yeah, uh, he, he got off to a great start there. And uh, one good thing about this team, nobody's a very real shel- selfish player. So uh, they're willing to look. And if somebody else is the next person open, they're willing to move the ball around and take care of that. You've been, as, as you've went through this winning streak, more than just tonight is you got the key win against Elm Creek. And I know Elm Creek wasn't at full strength. So people are going to look at Wilcox Hildreth. And I mentioned it earlier. You're, you're right at that step where will you be able to take the next step and get into the top four in the conference? I think there's a kind of a circle around Overton, SEM, Amherst, Elm Creek. You beat Elm Creek. How do you feel about your basketball team right now? You know, uh, we feel pretty good. Um, our goal at the beginning of the year, we wanted to make it into that top four group you're talking about right there. 
and uh, it won't be easy, but we're, we're in striking distance of our goal, so that's all you can hope for. Um, we, we've battled some inconsistencies. Some nights we come, some nights we don't. Uh, even if you look tonight, some quarters you do, some quarters you don't. But um, that's something we're working on, and I think the one thing that is very good is if you look, we've continued to kind of improve throughout the year, and uh, that's, that's our main goal as a team. You know, you want to get better as you go on, and I think we're starting to do that a little bit here. Why do you think you're getting better? Uh, one thing is our turnovers. We've kept them down a little better. I won't say we won't have a game here or there where it still gets out of hand, uh, but we've cut them down in this win streak. They haven't been near as high as we started at the beginning of the year. Um, we started realizing defenses where we're going to win games and rebounding. And I think if you look, I haven't looked at tonight's yet, but I think in our, this win streak, we've won the rebounding battle every night. And some of the nights were pretty big numbers. And so uh, that's one thing that was always preached to me. And so we're trying to preach it with these guys, and they've been doing a real good job with that recently. So we talked. It's Franklin, a winnable game, obviously. What do you do between now and the conference tournament to stay fresh and to get better? What's What, what do you got to get right after still for the, with this group? Uh, we're going to keep working on the turnover and causing the issue. Um, and right now I think this week we took it a little easier. We got our legs back underneath us. And uh, now we're going to crank that dial back up and get them ready to go, toughen them up, get our lungs stretched. And uh, I think if we just get that mentality to be prepared every minute, every second, every game, uh, no matter who you're playing, no matter who it is, you come out ready to go. And uh, right now, that's what we're really going to continue to hammer home with. I'm interested in what you feel about your post play. You got a lot of inside shots, but it wasn't necessarily getting it to the big fella in, in Grower Holtz. You, you were able to drive or make some nice penetration dishes. It wasn't a true post up on the block type of deal. H- how do you feel that your team is down low? Because you obviously we've seen you got guards that can get up and down the floor and really mess with some people offensively and defensively. Yeah, uh, that's one thing we look for a lot, our post play, both between post and guards, but getting to the hoop. Um, we feel like when people play us man, we got two post scores in Caleb Springer and Lance Grierholtz that we really like, uh, so we're willing to let them try one-on-one and see if they can score. But um, also now teams are playing us more zone, and so we've been talking, you know, you still want to look into those posts, but when you got that open lane, you want to attack, and whether it's you finishing or dishing off down to the next guy when help comes. And uh, I thought they did a better job with that tonight. They were really improving at it. So how long do I have to keep you up here so they don't auction you off to go work somewhere? <laughs> I think they know better auction me off. They want to get much work out of me, Bryce. So. Well, you guys are getting the job done on the basketball court. Coach, uh, we will see you at the conference tournament. Congratulations. Keep up the good work. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Wilcox Hildreth wins it tonight by a score of 61-32. Coach Blake Farenbrook joins us here. We're going to get a chance to talk with Coach Callen to give you a couple of other scores right after this timeout. Searching for new ways to increase the net revenue on your farm? Aurora Cooperative and Syngenta have paired up to create two unique opportunities for our owner customers that help them achieve more profit on every acre. The Enigen and Grower Advantage programs allow customers to receive additional premiums on their corn bushels. With the Enigen program, growers can receive a 33 to 50 cent premium, while the Grower Advantage program allows customers to receive a 10 cent premium when they use NK brand seed corn and Syngenta crop protection products. Contact your Aurora Cooperative sales agronomist to see what programs and premiums are available in your area. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity work for your farm, your cooperative in your future. 
The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is here. The 10th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic, February 11th, with eight hand-picked quality high school basketball matchups, including Papillion La Vista versus Sunrise Christian Academy, a nationally known team out of Wichita. Area teams include Grand Island Central Catholic, Gothenburg, York, St. Cecilia, and Aurora. Get day-long admission for one low price at Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic. First tip-off at 9 a.m. Feature game tip-off at 9.15 p.m. Saturday, February 11th. Be there. Doug Duda back with you here on the postgame show, brought to you by New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery. New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Coach Chris Callen joins us here, and we saw Axtell a couple of times. I know Randy saw you last week um, over against Elm Creek, and Coach, uh, it's just, as I mentioned throughout the game, it's a process, and sometimes patience and a process are hard to put together. You got behind the eight ball early. I know from time to time that's been a problem, too, that you're so far behind that you just concentrate on other things. And Wilcox Hildreth came out and did what they needed to do. But, again, you showed, at times, stretches of positive improvement. And I know that that's what you and uh, Coach Heinrichs are about, is trying to find the positive spots right here. It's a lot different than last year, and everybody keeps saying that. But where do you think uh, you saw some of the, the better things out of your team tonight? Uh, well, let's go back first to what you said about the starting out time to time uh, t- slowly. It really hasn't been time to time. It's been almost every time. And I take responsibility as that as a coach because we're not doing something right before the game and before and right after half because we are continually falling behind right away in the first quarter and it seems like the third quarter. In the second and fourth, we we seem to find some answers. Again, that's the up to us coaches to figure out what that issue is. Uh, but you're right. We, there are certainly signs there through peppered throughout the game that we feel good about things. Uh, we just have not yet been able to put together consecutive quality plays, two or three of them in a row. We we have spurts, and it's I'm still trying to find the mix of the of the right five guys on the floor. So that certainly is tough as a player, especially an inexperienced player. Because uh, I'd hope by now I would have a better handle on that as far as you know who we would need to start with or who we go with personnel-wise under certain situations. I'm still struggling to figure that out. But the guys are still trying. We're, we're still working at it. Uh, we're certainly not polished in anything. But there are a few bits of our offense or offenses that we have that we, we shine pretty well. We just have a tough time getting them started. We, we seem to take a long time just to get an offense going. And, again, that's on us coaches to figure out what that what that issue is. We've tried different things in practice, and then we get in the games, and we tend to forget about those things because we're young and inexperienced, and we want so bad to do it perfectly and right that it just hasn't worked yet. So uh, there's flashes there, though, where we have some good give-and-goes or we have a couple sets in our offense again where everybody feels good and, and comfortable. But – that's only if we've got to that step in the offense. Those first parts of the offense we're not comfortable with yet. So, uh, and you don't and you don't want to just say here, Creighton Kring, take it to the hoop every single time because in the in the grand or whoever the kid might be, right. no matter what team we're, because in the end that doesn't accomplish what you want to get done as a program. Correct, and and we love that, and we love the aggressiveness when somebody decides to take over a play and drive to the hoop. But you're right, we can't do that every time because that, that doesn't build a sense of of everybody else on the floor knowing what to do and, and how to go about their player, get everyone involved. We we certainly want the players to be able or uh, willing to go one-on-one and drive to the hoop, but right now we're still focused on trying to find the right mix, the right offense, and just uh, you know, just some simple things. We, we see the passes we should make now. That's a, an improvement. 
but we're still one full second late in making it. So, unfortunately, Wilcox Hildreth also saw the, where we should be throwing the ball the next play earlier or as early as we did. So, but at least we're seeing them now. That's that is an improvement. Uh, so we're gonna just get up tomorrow and fight again. Like that's what we talk about. Every day is a new day, and every possession is an opportunity to get better. Uh, we're we're still using that mentality. We're we're gonna see results here sometime. It's got, it's gonna. I hope it's very very soon, like next Thursday and Friday, are our next games. But the best news is here. We we've, we've had an awful lot of sickness in the in the school last week. We got six full days of. Uh, not rest necessarily, but we don't have to be in game shape. We need to get some guys rested and uh, pass that mode, and then hopefully we can uh, work hard to have a strong finish here to the last month of the season. And I, and I know it's not the cherry on top, but I guess even when I was talking with uh, Coach Heinrich, your assistant, is that there are some teams, programs that are struggling, and you haven't really faced any of the programs that are struggling that you can match up with that also have young kids Silver Lake's really the only team that you've played that's been a sub-500 team that's on your schedule right now. And night in and night out, when you're not physical, and the Fort Carney Conference has always been a physical conference, sometimes it's hard to keep going. So you got some games on the schedule that are coming up. Does that keep the fire burning here for these guys? Yes, we definitely remind them that we have played an awful lot of very good teams. And I'm not nothing against the teams that are coming up either. But when you have to play schools that are two classes bigger than you, repeatedly or continually I should say or just bigger schools or more experienced guys we remind them of that I would rather lose against a great team than to beat a, a team that is weaker than us so we get better playing so that that is important it's it's tough to believe that day after day after day when you're that 16 year old player out on the floor and you see the scoreboard but we do preach that to them and it is a fact if, if you look at who we played we have played some very good teams we've certainly uh, been on the lopsided end of the score scoreboard most of the time but it, it's not to to teams that are our same age and experience level so again we'll win out eventually but it, it's it's tough for a 16 year old kid to understand that but they will as soon as we get on a roll and some momentum then they'll figure out okay that's what coach was talking about last year or two uh, three or four weeks ago. Well, that's so. just it. In in about 2018, 19, they're going to be going, haven't these kids graduated yeah. yet? And you'll say, yeah, remember when they were freshmen? Right. We were learning. So, Chris, yeah. we'll let you get home, and uh, best of luck next week. Yep. We'll see you soon. Thank you very much. Appreciate your broadcast. Thanks, Coach. Yep. Chris Callen, the head coach of the Axtell Wildcats. We'll wrap it up after this. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney, because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. A lot of games that are going on uh, that kind of affect conference tournament seating. I know a lot of the coaches are interested. A few winners tonight in a girls action. BDS beat Exeter Milligan. Uh, Broken Bow beat Gothenburg 52-46. to Boone Central Newman Grove a one-point winner over the Ord girls. That's a huge win uh, and an upset there for Boone Central Newman Grove. Centura beat the Gibbon girls tonight. Uh, Franklin over Kennesaw. Grand Island beat North Platte. In other girls' action, St. Cecilia beat Aquinas 65-36. to Minden over Holdridge, 49-22. Northwest beat Hastings, 46-35. Ravenna over Arcadia Loop City. Red Cloud beat Silver Lake. Seward over Aurora tonight. And Kearney Catholic 
down in the uh, Colby, Kansas tournament, was able to beat Colby 73-23 to to advance on to the finals. handful of boys' scores have uh, come in tonight, and uh, those include Central City over Wood River, Elm Creek beat Pleasanton 45-30, Holdridge beat Minden 61-36, Kennesaw was a winner over Franklin. Kearney High tonight. The girls lost to Lincoln Southwest, the fourth-ranked team in the state, 49-43. The Carney boys held on for a 58-55 victory. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. Schedule your appointment today. Don't forget tomorrow, Carney High Basketball hosting Lincoln East at 515 on ESPN 1460. I will be joined by Larry Baker at the Luplat Conference Wrestling Championships at Ravenna. Our coverage will begin between 2.30 and 3 o'clock. Tomorrow, our next basketball Tuesday, Ravenna at Elm Creek. Thursday, Amherst at SEM. That'll feature the top two boys teams record-wise in the conference. And, of course, Fort Carney, Luplat Conference, 10 days away. We will have the uh, Fort Kearney here on on the ESPN 1460 and 1550. The Lou Platt will be here on Classic Hits. In the girls' game, 47-18, Axtell was a winner over Wilcox Hildreth. They made nine out of their 14 three-pointers in the second half. Out of the boys' game, 61-32, Wilcox Hildreth over Axtell. For our producer engineer, Ed Smith, I'm Doug Duda. Good night, everyone. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now.